The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. I would like to share with you a story. This story happened, and every part of it is factual, exactly as I'm about to tell it, except for one part. The person in the story asked me to change his name, but other than that, every detail is exactly as it occurred. Chaim Goldstein was living in Forest Hills. His brother-in-law lived in Kew Gardens a few miles back. And they made up that the two families were going to be by Chaim that Shabbos. Chaim's wife was cooking Thursday night. When she was all finished cooking, she got a call from her sister-in-law. You know, listen, my husband came home. He's tired. It's a little late. We decided we're not going to come to you for Shabbos. Chaim's wife said, what do you mean you're not going to come? I already cooked. Do come. Don't come back and forth. They discussed. Finally, Chaim's wife says, listen, I cooked Shabbos already anyway. Let's do this. I'll pack up all the food. And instead of everybody being by me, we'll all go to you. And that's, in fact, what they decided. Instead of everyone being at Chaim's house that Shabbos, they were all at his brother-in-law. Now, Chaim describes that when he walked into his brother-in-law's apartment, on the table was a book, Who by Fire. This is a powerful book. The book describes a young woman who was living in Yerushalayim. She was in her apartment. And when she was inside her apartment, suddenly the apartment bursts into flames. She runs out, finds herself in the hall, untouched. And she realizes that all of her children are still in the apartment. She runs and grabs one child, runs and grabs a second, runs and grabs a third. In the end, she saved all of her children, but she also suffered burns on 85% of her body. A harrowing read beautiful tale of a woman's trust in Hashem, Habitochan, but a very, very frightening example of what it means to be burnt alive, hence the name of the book, Who by Fire. In any case, Chaim describes that he picked the book up and he couldn't put it down. He was mesmerized. He couldn't stop reading it. Normally with Shabbos, he'd be learning Gemara. Could not put the book down. He finished it cover to cover. That Shabbos afternoon, he walked to Yeshiva, and when he walked into the base measure, she describes that as he went to get a sitter, he saw that everyone was staring at him. Was my tie, my suit, what? Why is everybody looking at me? He didn't know what to make of it. Started davening. After Shimon Esrei takes three steps back, looks up and again notices that everyone is looking at him. Why is everybody staring at me? He doesn't know what's going on. He walks over to a friend of his after davening and says, Why is everyone looking at me? His friend said, oh, You didn't hear? Time says, No, hear what? friend said, well, I'm sorry to be the one to tell you this, but last night your house burnt down. 2 a.m., apparently the furnace exploded. The entire structure went up in flames. Chaim, his wife, and his children were untouched because they weren't there. They were by the brother. But the pivotal moment in Chaim's future was not that Thursday night phone call, do come, don't come. <laughs> the pivotal moment in Chaim's life was the previous Rosh Hashanah, when there was a judgment. When there was a judgment in Shemayim, and it was an issue being decided. Chaim was being shown the book, read the book, see what it means to be burnt alive, and know and understand that the previous Rosh Hashanah, there was a diyun, there was a judgment, and for whatever which reason, you were decreed to be saved, know and understand that that issue was decided on the previous Rosh Hashanah. And this concept that Hashem is with me 24-7, that Hashem has a decree for the future, and that long before I got to the scene, Hashem already knew what should be and how it's going to be, is one of the bedrock basics 
of our immune system. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.